Welcome to Gardening Talk back on 2NURFM. Greg Richard joined today by Judy Sharp. Great to see you back with us, Judy. Yeah, great to see you, Greg. What do you got lined up for us today, Judy? Well, a lot of different things happening because we're coming up towards spring. Yep. Uh, Only a month away. Well, three weeks, do you think? Oh, okay, yeah, three weeks, sorry, yeah. I forgot last week was August as well. <laughs> yeah, about three weeks, yeah. We can talk about a lot of different things, roses, uh, applying peat moss to your camellias, and have you noticed all the blossom trees are coming out? I have, he says. Very, very good, very good. Poor old Mark, I think he was glad to finish with me. <laughs> because <laughs> he never had a right answer for me. He said, you do that deliberately all the time. I said, oh, well, I don't, but, you know, it's nice to trap you up a little bit. Every now and then. Every now and then, well, yeah. He, he just needs to be more observant. Yeah, it's yeah. Steve from Heatherbray, and he's got mould on his peas and beans. Hello, Steve. How are you? I've had mould on my clothes. On your clothes? Yes, hanging in the wardrobe. I've had to take them all around to the old Paul brothers. But I think it's just the weather, dear. It's up and down, isn't it? Oh, it's all over the paddock, mate, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, each time I grow the peas and my beans, and I've noticed it with, um, I think it's been on my tomatoes in the past too, but it seems to get some kind of a mould or a fungus or something growing on the leaves. Right, okay. Now, have you got beans still growing as well? Because they should be finished. No, they're all, they're all done, mate. But, yeah, the wife and I, we've been rattling our heads each year when we grow them. We get the same problem. We don't know if we're getting something out of the soil or, or what's going on. Yeah, so when um, you planted the peas, is that where you'd had the beans growing? Um, no. No. no, and you're still getting no. the mould on them. Yeah, but the gardens are next to each other. Right, okay. Look, the secret's going to be the copper oxychloride uh, to give them a spray, but next time I'd leave that ground fallow, empty. Okay. Empty too. Yeah, and give that a go and see how that goes. But if you've got any copper oxychloride at home, I'd give the uh, peas a spray with that. But uh, are they edible? Are they ready to be picked? Oh, they were they were edible, um, but they didn't produce as well the second season. Right, so, right. And I, I actually wondered whether the whether that garden was getting overused. Well, that can happen, of course. Do you fertilise well between your crops? Yeah, we try to. Yeah, we get the scrapings out of the chook yard, and um, yeah, we throw a bit of manure and what have you into the garden. Right, right. Well, it might be time to give that bed a bit of a rest, I'm thinking. Do you agree with me? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Well, that's what I wondered whether the problem would be. You know, the, the bed's been getting used constantly for the last three years, so yeah. we, might, we might have given it a bit of a flogging, I think. I think so. Well, uh, do water the copper oxychloride through the soil when it's empty and just keep right. turning it over. And okay, okay. give it a break. Give it a break for summer. Uh, yeah, I was going to ask you, how long should we give it a breather? Oh, well, look, I think a season at least. Yeah, all right, mate. Well, we'll do that then. Because, you know, if you plant tomatoes in there, you're probably going to get the same thing happening, aren't you? Well, that's what I'm thinking, yeah. That was, that was one of my concerns. The first season of tomatoes we got in there... Um, 
Yeah, they were brilliant. Uh, but as the next season came along, they didn't do as well. And um, I do, I do know you have to give the garden the breeder from tomato plants after it, after the season. Yes, definitely. Yes. So, okay, let's do that this time. Once the peas well, and that are finished, let's get rid of them and uh, water the copper oxychloride through and then just keep turning your soil over. All right, Judy. Thanks very much, mate. You're welcome, Steve. Good luck with it. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Then we've got Rod with us. who has got a question about citrus plants. Oh, good afternoon, Rod. Hopefully I can help you. What's the problem? So I've got a, a dwarf Maya lemon tree and a dwarf imperial mandarin tree. Yes, and they've got bumper crops on them, and they're all... Um, I'm just wondering whether it's full of lemons and full of mandarin, they're, and they're all uh, ripe. Do I pick them all off at once and prune them, or...? Oh, no, no, not... Just wait. You know you know how to test whether they're right, don't you? As you pull it, it should come away easily. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so... yeah I've, I've been picking the lemons, just, just starting to get a heap of flowers on it, and they're starting to get a bit of... Um, bit out of, out of control, like, um, like I've got dwarf ones because they only live, live in the duplex type of thing. They're starting to get a bit stringy in that, like I didn't know whether I could prune them back a bit. Oh, look, I wouldn't, uh, only if, if they're dwarf ones and they're happy and they're producing, certainly yeah. not. Uh, but look, when I, what I'd do, uh, when they do finish fruiting, I'd give them a, a feed with sudden impact for yeah. roses. Um, yep. And because that's a, an ideal fertiliser for them when they're in a pot. Okay, yeah. Okay, just starting to hang over the fence and that next door's yard. It's all right. Oh, I hope they're not getting cranky with you, are they? No, they're getting free fruit, so they should be happy. (laughs) (laughs) They should be, dear. They certainly should be. No, look, some of those little dwarf grafts, they really are good producers. So um, my, My lemon tree's probably got 100 fruit on it. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Do you know yeah. where the station is here in the university? <laughs> 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 Just drop in any time, darling. Drop in yeah. any time. Oh, it's got magnets and proper lemons on them and mandarins are the same. I don't know. But, um, yeah, I did, didn't know whether I should pick them all off. And, no, like, not unless they're ripe. I wouldn't yeah, pick them ripe. off. They're, yeah, they're ripe. Oh, they are ripe? ripe. Okay, go yeah. for it, yeah. Okay, yeah, I just didn't know whether I should prune it back after I'd pick them all off. That's no, all look, I wouldn't. Not okay. if they're a, a dwarf one and they're yep. in a pot. I don't think it's necessary. No, they're not in a pot. Oh, they're not in a pot. Sorry, no. I got sidetracked then. I thought they were. Right, no. okay. Look, the only reason you'd prune them back is if you want to reduce their size when they're yeah. in the ground. But, okay. you know, if they're the dwarf ones and they're happy, you know, I'm inclined to say, no, don't, don't do okay. that. Okay. Okay, then. Thanks for your advice. Okay. You're quite welcome, Rod. Quite Thank welcome. You, it's Gardening Talk back on 2NURFM. And we've got Jo, and she's got also got a question about citrus. Hello, Jo. What can I help you with? Hi. How are you? Very um, well. Yeah, that's good. I'm just inquiring. Our citrus tree wasn't doing very well in the position in the yard where it was. It was in clay, um, and I'm pretty certain they don't like clay. Um, but what we did, we dug right around it recently, and we've... We've removed it from that area, but we filled the hole with a heap of organic matter and built the garden up off the ground, so about two foot high, and we filled that as well. So it sort of goes way down deep now, and it's got a lot of organic matter. But 
it's still a bit, I don't know, it's struggling. It's sort of lost all its leaves. It's a bit yellowy. We might have upset the roots a bit much when we moved it. But do you think it's, it's got hope it will come back? Oh, look, citrus are very hard to kill, really. Um, yeah. But it won't hurt you to put a bit of dolomite around uh, okay. or some liquid clay breaker. Now, that's yeah, a wonderful right. product, um, yeah. and then you don't have to panic too much once you do that. Uh, mm. But, uh, you know, it's very difficult at this time of year, mainly because, look, I thought we were going to get absolutely flooded again today on the way here. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, look, mm. I would just leave it as it is um, yeah. and try and treat it by yeah. using a bit of dolomite around it yeah. out to the drip line. Yep. And um, and then just keep an eye on it. And, yeah. and if it's still happening, buy some liquid clay breaker. Right. Well, it's barely got any leaves on it because it did have a lot of little citrus on it, like little lemons. Yeah. And what we did before we dug around and moved it, we pulled the lemons off. So we tried to sort of give it its best chance, you know, because... It certainly wasn't growing up and it wasn't growing out. It was just it was just doing nothing and it's been like that for a couple of years. So that's why I think it didn't like the clay. No, oh, definitely it, not. But look, I'd give it, um, definitely yeah. give it a light prune. Okay. And yeah. the other thing is it is probably time to feed it in August. So yeah. you go out under the drip line and mm-hmm. you feed it with poultry manure. Yep, we've and done that. We've got our chickens, so we've good, done all that. Good, yep. And then in three weeks' time, give it mm. some citrus food. Okay, right. So I've then, the, well. then we've yep. got our fingers crossed. <laughs> okay, so it's, we're sort of waiting on the warmer weather a bit, aren't we? Yes, sort well, once stuff. once we get to the end of August, you'll find citrus get their new flowers oh, on. Oh, good, good. Okay. I, I pulled it. We pulled it out and that main, you know, the main root system that runs down the middle, yes. of the, it, it kind of was damaged a bit. It got broken. So I couldn't get right down under it enough because we were digging like two foot down into the ground. It was hard work as it was. Right. right. <laughs> so I'm hoping I haven't killed it. Yes. Well, well, you might have damaged the graft, unfortunately, but let's keep our fingers crossed. Give us yeah. a ring in a few weeks' time and let us know this. Is it still How alive? It? Yes. Yeah. Well, I'll just see. But anyway, well, thank you. Thank you, Joe. Appreciate it. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Bye. It's Gardening Talkback on 2NURFM. If you've got a question, 49216216. And who are we speaking with now? Hello? Thank you. Hello. And who are we speaking with now? I got a question about Yunkers. Yep. I, put, I made a mistake a few, about 10 years ago. I planted a couple of round front steps. They're grown into monstrous great big things and they're starting to lift the foundations up. I'm just wondering, can I just uh, drill holes in them and put zero in them? Will that kill them? Oh, yes, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Right there. Well, there is another product you can buy called Tree and Blackberry Killer, uh, and that is very, very effective, but that will poison the soil for probably 12 months. Now, if you're not going to grow anything there, well, that's the one to get. Not plenty of zeros. I'll 
Well, if you've got zero, try zero. But don't forget zero probably only has a two weeks um, effectiveness. So if the plants are really, really big, you've got to be getting the the, um, poison right down to the very end of their extremities. (laughs) So hopefully that helps you with that answer. Thank you. You're welcome. And Judy, I said before, now's the time we can start pruning our roses again. Yes. Have you decided to do yours yet? I don't have any roses, so. Oh. Yeah. Right. Okay. Sorry. Well, I'll, I'll still side. But let's just say I do. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well I do have, and okay. I haven't done mine. All right. Yep. Uh, mine are standards, and uh, they've done very well this year, but I uh, looked at them over the weekend, and I thought, yep, time to prune. August is an ideal time to prune, particularly... Uh, when you're not in a frost area. Right, okay. You can even do it at the end of July. But I know my niece lives at Lochinvar and she's still getting a few frosts through. So I said to her, wait till the end of August. But I'm on the coast, so I'm going to do mine. Um, And when you prune roses, then you feed them up with poultry manure. Mm -hmm. And then about three weeks later, you give them a handful of rose food. But I have to emphasise to those listeners out there that if they're growing in pots, you don't give them rose food. Okay. Because it will burn them in pots. So what you give them is sudden impact for roses. So why is it called rose food then? Well, because that's what it's used for, but yep. but it's designated for roses growing in the ground. Oh, okay, right, yeah. And see, over the years, it has evolved that more and more people are growing things in pots, of course, because yep. of the apartments and yeah, yeah. one thing or another. But uh, it used to have, right across the front, do not use sit, uh, rose food on potted plants. And I don't know why, but it's not on there now. But on the back, it does have an indicator that this is not for potted plants, which is a bit naughty. Yeah. It needs to be in big letters. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I always insist on saying that. All yeah, right. so that's the story. Yeah. And um, a handful of rose food in three weeks' time, if they're in the ground. If they're in the ground, okay. Yep. It's Gardening Tour back on 2 and URFM. We've got time for a couple more calls. We've got Pauline from the Garden Suburb. And she's got a question about roses, and she spoke to us a couple of weeks ago. Hello, Pauline. Oh, hi, Pauline. Did you speak to me or my assistant? No, I spoke to you, Judy. Oh, right, right, okay. Now, my roses are dying, and you thought it might have been curl grub. Yep. Um, but I can't find any curl grub, but I've just pruned them. I know I'm a tad late, but... No, 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 you're not really. No, no, I haven't done mine yet, Pauline, so you'll be right. (laughs) Okay. Well, because they're dying, or most of them have got like half the rose, like the trunk part that comes up and then goes off, say, to the left. That's all dead. What's going to the other side is still struggling along. So what I did when I was pruning... I thought I'd cut back and cut off some of the dead part right down almost to the ground. Now, my question is, can ants be a killer of the roses? Because many of the roses I've just done, when I cut the dead crumbly bits off, they were full of ants. 
look, when you say you cut them right back down, did you cut below the graft? No. You no, didn't, just, right? Just the dead part. But what got me was that they were full of ants, as though they had like a nest or something within the the part of the rose. Yes, well, I suppose that's possible, but um, is it on every rose? Just about. Right, okay. So should we not be spraying now with an insecticide? Well, that's my next question. <laughs> what would you suggest? Well, that's what one? I do. Um, you yes. know, I, ha- I have a plague of ants uh, come to my house all the time, those little sugar ants, and they have a long trail, and I go along the long trail and uh, I spray them with um, some, you know, you spray for for ants and cockroaches and all that yes. jazz. but yes. th- And that will not hurt your roses doing that. Oh, okay. 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 So right. let's do that and then uh, make sure you give them a good feed up after all this, yes. um, you know, with the... bucket the... of chicken manure around them. Yes, good girl. Yes. You've got a good memory. And then three <laughs> weeks later, what do we do? Um, the rose food. Oh, I think you better come and help me on the program. <laughs> Thank you, Pauline. Look, um, we have been having problems with the phone, so I hope you don't mind if I go quickly. So you try that spray and the feeding and let us know in another couple of weeks, okay? Thank you, Judy. Thank you, B. Bye. Bye. We've got Lloyd now from Bellbird Heights. He's got a question about azaleas. Hello, Lloyd. And what's the problem with your azaleas, dear? Yes, sir. Is it now time... To feed the azaleas. It is. And also spraying them for red spider. Oh, and yes. Yeah, yeah. Spider mite, it's a pest, isn't it? It sure is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, look, there is a new product on the market now that we can't use the nasties, and uh, it's a shaker. And uh, it comes, and it, it just is called uh, an insecticide. And you you shake it around the bottom, and it gets absorbed through the plant, so you're not actually spraying it. Oh yes. And then, of course, after that, um, it is time to give them some fertilizer. Okay then. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. definitely, um, you need to get um, something in there into the roots, uh, because the spider mite's invasive, isn't it? it it's dreadful. Now the the name of the product is um, it's called it's just simply called systemic insecticide, and it's in yeah, and it's in a blue and white shaker bottle. Okay then. What about Yeah, and you recommend any sort of food or just? To buy azalea food. Oh, just some azalea food. I'm always very wary that you don't over-fertilise them because they can burn, but at this time of year you should be fine now. Okay, right. Thank you very much, Judy. You're quite welcome, Lloyd. Good luck with it. Right, thank you. Bye. Bye. Thanks, Lloyd. We've got time for one more call. We've got Mary from Pelican, and she's got a call. Her flowering gum tree seems to be dying. Well, we had a flowering flowering gum tree dying last week. Mary, what's happening out there? Uh, the leaves are going brown. Brown, yes. And they've, a lot of them have fallen off. 
Right. Now, there's still leaves on there, but, you know, they're like a yellowy-browny colour. Yeah. Now, tell me, is that flowering gum one of the grafted ones? Yes. Ah, right. Look, they can be very, very testy, unfortunately. Um, look, I think they just suffered from the winter. That was our caller last week that we dealt with. And uh, I actually checked up with him and he didn't. He had it in a pot, but he didn't have it in the full sun. Now, is yours in the full sun? Yes, it is. It is in the full sun. Okay. Well, Look at the moment. I mean, it gets a bit of shade. Yeah. Uh, sun, my husband says all the time. Sun all the time. Well, we'll take your husband's word for that. Um, but, uh, you know, certainly uh, natives don't like a lot of fertiliser. What I'd be giving it is a bit of blood and bone to see if you can stimulate it. But surely when the weather warms up, you'll find it'll start to look a lot better. Okay, so uh, I need to start thinking about chopping it down then. <laughs> no, no, don't be that drastic. Let it have a chance of living. Let's give it some blood and bone first. Blood and bone, okay. Yep. Okay. All right, thank you. Thank you, Mary. Bye. Good luck with Bye. it. Cheers, <laughs> thanks, Mary. It's Gardening Talk back on 2NURFM. Judy, we're almost out for another week. We've got about a minute left. Anything we want to quickly wrap up? A minute, a minute left. Okay, I'd like to see everyone fertilising their annuals. You know what annuals are. Uh, yep, but just for those people flowers. who don't know. Oh, yep, flowers, flowers, yep. flowers. Uh, and everyone's got their annuals planted ready for spring. Uh, primula, poppies, pansies and stock. Now, they would have been knocked around this year. So I'd be giving them a drink of flourish every week. Otherwise, they won't flower very well for spring. Right, every week. Every week, flourish it is a fertiliser okay. and it's on the packet for flowers and fruiting. Right, okay. So we'll yep. start doing that now. Yes, start doing that now. All right. Judy Sharp, thank you very much. and Thank you very much, Greg. <laughs> it's been a pleasurable show today, Judy. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle. You'll find them all at 2NURFM.com. <laughs>